Good morning and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by Simran Sandu, and it is Thursday, June 4th, which must be your lucky day, Simi, because we're going to have you take the lead today. What do you got for us? Well, to start off, we're seeing another social media giant join Twitter and take action in regards to President Trump. Snapchat just announced yesterday that they will no longer promote President Trump's Snapchat account on their homepage as they believe his comments could incite racial violence. Former Defense Secretary Jim Mattis also decided to weigh in on the situation, claiming that, quote unquote, Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people. Mr. Mattis went on to badger President Trump for exasperating the divisions in American society and even accused him of being responsible for the current social unrest going on around the nation. And on a similar note, U.S.-China tensions continue to escalate after the Trump administration has threatened to block Chinese airlines from flying to and from the United States. This threat is in retaliation for China not approving requests by U.S. airlines to resume flights after being suspended due to the pandemic. The order is expected to go into effect on June 16th, but President Trump could opt to put it in sooner. And a quick note on international politics, listeners, the UK is reportedly gauging whether they will provide citizenship to nearly 3 million Hong Kong residents. The move came after China's recent decision to institute a new security law that mirrors mainland China's tactics for policing activities that challenge the Communist Party. And taking into account our current environment, we still can't forget that it's an election year and companies are really pushing for a different approach. More than 100 companies, including Patagonia and Warby Parker, have signed an initiative asking congressional leaders to to continue supporting mail-in voting for eligible voters by providing additional funding for state and local governments. And if we make a turn onto Wall Street, we'll see that U.S. stocks were boosted by hope for another round of stimulus from the government. The Nasdaq rose 0.8%, the Dow jumped 2%, and the S&P 500 jumped 1.4%, which capped off the greatest 50-day rally in history for the index, with a total increase of 37.7% over that time period. We're also seeing some major activity in the bond market recently. Governments, banks, and companies such as Pfizer and Bank of America have raised over $151.5 billion dollars by selling COVID-19 bonds. These bonds will be allocated for work related to the pandemic. And we've also got a couple of mischievous stories for you today, listeners. Up first is a group of current and former senior level executives at Pilgrim's Pride and Claxton Poultry Farms who were just indicted on price fixing charges and rigged bids from 2012 to 2017. The group included Pilgrim's Pride CEO Jason Penn and former VP Roger Austin, as well as Claxton Poultry CEO Mikkel Fries and VP Scott Brady. And our next story has been in the works for a while now, but former United Auto Workers President Gary Jones has officially pleaded guilty as of yesterday to embezzlement of union funds and racketeering. He is the 14th person convicted in this multi-year federal investigation. And before we wrap things up, we've got our first sports update for the week, and it's a big one, listeners. The NBA just announced its plan to return to play on July 31st. The league will be voting later today on what the format will look like, but as of now, they are talking about having 22 teams playing eight games each to finish out the regular season, and then proceed to a 16-team playoff that will last throughout October. Hey, whatever it takes. I'm just glad there'll be something else to look forward to outside of random Netflix shows and documentaries. But anyhow, folks, I hope you have a great day today, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Friday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 